And welcome to episode 95 of We The Gamer Cast, the official podcast of WeTheNerdy.com, and it publishes on iTunes and Google Play today, every Monday. Thank you for listening and subscribing, hitting that little subscribe button if this is the first time you're here. Thank you for rating us on iTunes while you poop, and thanks for sharing. And a special thank you to our executive producers over at Patreon.com slash MakeIsBetter, Nick Militia from Next Level Games, Joel Brooks, and James Johnson. He's at Dr. Doom with nine O's. Dr. Doom. Hi, guys. How are, I hope you're doing well. I, uh, I've got a bit of a crick in my, in my neck and, um, but I won't get too much into that because if you're new, here's the deal. I have sweet hangs every week. Why am I crapping all over this? Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. We talk about video games. And if you want to be part of the show, it's super easy. Just tweet at me at Sean Capri. It's, uh, Sean like Connery Capri, like the pants. I don't know what it is. I'm feeling just a little bit off. I was on If We Were on Nintendo this morning, which usually I'm, I'm really grateful that I get to do that show every Sunday morning because it's, it's like, I get to just wake up and I get to warm up. I get to talk to Bobby and then I usually do this right afterwards and, I don't, I'm feeling a little, I need to like stretch or something. I need to do some like aerobics, some, I don't even, who does, a, does anybody do aerobics in the, in the old school style anymore? I wonder if in the future we're going to look back at our uh, insanity and I don't even know what are, what are group exercise classes of people? We're going to look back on those and go like, whoa, how silly was that? Cause there isn't too much, <laughs> there's anything too much sillier than the aerobics. But anyway, enough about that. I wanted to, to make sure you guys caught last week's episode with Alejandro Buendia. That was such a pleasure. And a lot of, I, some of you caught it. I definitely know that because I got a lot of kind words. So thank you guys so much for that. Um, Alejandro is such a swell, swell guy. So if you missed it, go back, check it out. Uh, but this week we're going to talk to David Ray. And David's been a supporter for a very long time. And I'm really excited we're going to get into his chat in actually just a few minutes. I don't have too much really to to go over today other than to say that I was on another podcast it was a long time coming to finally get over onto Nintendo Nostalgia my boy Jacob Rush thank you so much for having me on because we got to talk about one of my favorite games of all time Super Mario Land 2 for the original Game Boy and the best part was to do my homework for this show I actually played my original Game Boy cartridge I, I didn't I don't have my my Game Boy here, it's somewhere at my parents' house. It's, I know it because I've seen it. It's like sitting right beside my goosebumps. Like my, I have a stack of goosebumps books still there that I can't wait to dig up when, when Lincoln learns how to read and is, isn't too scared by the spookiness that is goosebumps. But yeah, man, my, my Game Boy is still there. It's, it's the, the green one and I'm so excited. Uh, but, I, but anyway, I played, I played Super Mario Land 2 on my Game Boy Advance. So it was my original cart. So I had like an old save on there that was still, still working and everything. Like the, the battery's still great. So that was a good time. And if you guys haven't already checked out Nintendo Nostalgia, Jacob Rush has been doing that for about a year now. And, uh, yeah, it just brings back a whole flood of great memories that I talk about there. So thank you so much to Jacob and Ryan for having me on the show. Is a, I hope to be back very soon. And a really quick shout out to Antonio Guillen. Um, I don't know, I don't know what you're sharing with people, but I just wanted to let you know that, that I'm here. I'm thinking about you, man. I hope everything is okay. And, uh, one last thing is a quick thank you to Gary Gray. He's at underscore gotcho, but the O is a zero. That's a, it's a tough one, Gary, to, to describe. It's not like Sean Connery. 
gosh, I'm not making a good case for myself. He started a new podcast, by the way. I mentioned this last week, but there's a new episode, so, you, so it's happening fortnightly, I think, at uh, underscore Topic Nintendo. It's Topic Nintendo Podcast, part of the Day Space Family Podcast, and that is awesome. I maybe I'm just gonna put put this out there. I'd be a guest on that show. That would be a great time. What are you guys playing these days? What's what's there's a slight I've been hearing this described as a lull, although I feel like there's no such thing anymore. It's it's sort of like this muscle memory that when it hits summer, we're supposed to describe this gaming period as a bit of a lull. I that's not I feel like that's not truly the case. There's stuff coming out all the time. So I'm wondering what you're playing. Let me know. Tweet at me at Sean Capri. Um, put a comment. We have comments over at wethenry.com, but I, I, hit me up. I'm, I'm curious what everybody's, what everybody's doing right before Splatoon comes out this weekend. And I will be definitely follow my Twitter and, and a whole bunch of everybody else that you listen to in this family of podcasts. A super indie podcast group is going to be doing our, our sort of group effort to get everybody playing Splatoon all at the same time. We've got a Discord. So look, for uh, details on that from my Twitter, from Bobby, from everybody else, from play some video games. Jason Lacey, he's the guy who set up the, the freaking Discord. I wouldn't even know what Discord it is if it wasn't for him. And I also think that maybe some of you guys are, are like me, where Discord seems like it's new and like, what do we need this for? Like, let's let's make this a thing. Let's all dive into that Discord. Even if it's not to, to chat necessarily, but let's let's use it to because because voice chat is is difficult on Nintendo <laughs> and it's a good way for us all to get into the same place so let's let's hit it up look for my Twitter for more and, and like I said everybody else's we're gonna promote it each as if it's our own and that's the kind of a cool thing about it so so more to come on that I mentioned last week that I got addicted to horizon and that and that continued this week I am hoping to I'm hoping to actually finish it and this is the the crappy part. Maybe this is the thing that I was trying to avoid before was like, I don't, especially with open world games, especially with Zelda, I don't want to just finish it just to finish it. Like I actually, there's a ton to do in this game and I'm seeing the, the value and the vastness to Horizon. And that's kind of what has opened my eyes to what this is and what everybody has been really excited about. There's so many different ways to play it and it just takes a really long time to, I guess, learn it really is that this is a new, it's a new type or a take on the open world. And so it just takes a little adjusting. And I think I've adjusted and I like it. The other game that I was playing was Little Nightmares. This is, if you have, if you have a little, uh, craving for a limbo type of game or inside, this is this year's inside. I don't necessarily know if it's as good. I haven't quite hit like a puzzle or any part of this game that, that is quite as profound as a lot of the stuff that we found with, with inside. But holy crap, it is, it is super creepy. There's, have you ever seen the movie Kids? There's a guy on the subway and kids, he's rolling up and down the, the train and he's sitting sort of on a, on a skateboard and he's shaking around a can asking for money. He's begging for money because he has no legs and he goes, I have no legs. Ching, ching, ching. I have no legs. Ching, ching. There's a, there's a, a guy like that in little nightmares and he creeps the crap out of me. Great game. Uh, and then of course, probably within my top two, top three games of the year, next Machina is, is what's got my attention right now. I, this is like a, like an arcade. I just want to just keep playing over and over. I want to keep going for that high score. It's got its hooks in me big time. I'm playing it. Uh, I think I mentioned playing it on my PC It's a PlayStation 4 exclusive. I'm playing on my PC with an Xbox One controller. Um, that is when I get out of bed, my, 
computer is pretty close by, so I kind of just zombie over to my PC and just play a couple rounds of that. And I've discovered new, a new part of it where you can do like these challenges and you get, I don't even know what they are. They're, they're some sort of like coins or some sort of in-game currency where you can buy new things for your, for your character, new looks and unlock different things. And that's where it's going to get a little crazy for me, I think. But that's kind of, that's what I've been playing. I hope you guys are having a great week of, of gaming and I hope you're ready for a lovely, lovely chat with David Ray. This was a long time coming as well. I'm so glad to finally get some of these guys on the show and get to know them a little better because like I said last week, I think it, it's one thing to know somebody as a Twitter profile and the avatar and then the, to dive into this person's mind. This is a really nice chat and I hope you guys like it. Dave blows my mind with one of my questions. I, f- I think it's near the end of the creativity side or what anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Here he is, David Ray. I just, I just told my parents, my parents don't really understand like what a podcast is. Like they, they call it a blog. I'm pretty sure. Uh, they keep asking <laughs> me like how the blog is going and I'm like, oh, I don't really, I don't do it. I do a little bit of writing, but I don't do too much anymore. Right. Uh, but it, like yesterday I finally kind of like showed them, like I showed them a bit of the intro from if we were at Nintendo when, when, oh, Bob, really? I, when I, we were saying thank you to some people and Bobby gave me the script and I tripped up over it. My mom was laughing about it and everything. And so my dad was just calling me up and we did some work in the yard yesterday. And he's oh, like, gotcha. Oh, so when, when are you doing your podcast? And I'm like, about three minutes ago. And he's like, Oh, okay. Sorry. Bye. And he just kind of like, <laughs> just kind of hung up. <laughs> my, yeah. Like, uh, in my area, almost nobody actually knows what they are. It's like slowly, but surely like feeding into like the normal people thing to do, I guess. Mm-hmm, but. Mm-hmm. It's most people would just be like, a what? <laughs> exactly. And like, wait, why, why would you listen? Like, it's basically just like talk radio. And this is, this was the first time that, that I'm basically turning into my dad. I have, my dad has a terrible memory and I'm realizing that I also have a very terrible memory. And also growing up, my dad would, all, would always listen to just talk radio, but like full blast. Like he would just listen <laughs> to it like really loudly in his, in his old, like 1977 Volkswagen rabbit. Like it didn't have the greatest yeah. sound systems. It had like the, the AM radio that you dial across and you try to find the, the station like that. Uh, yeah, nice and you just listen to it like so loudly. And now that I'm listening to podcasts, like all the time, like I should scroll through. I, of course, this is just audio right now, but like I just have a ridiculous number of podcasts that I, like it just scrolls and scrolls and scrolls. Oh yeah, I've got a I've got a ton myself. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you listen to? Um. So, uh, let me let me get to my list here. Uh. Well, is since I I guess you kind of know the background of how I got to you was the, from Nintendo Dad. So you know I listen to them. They're the best. Oh, uh, this is I've got a I've got a nice little list here too. Oh, look at that go. Holy cow. Yeah, Growing up gaming, I see on there, too. What's up, Mitch Power? Oh, yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah. I picked it up after you uh, shouted him out. Um, uh, like, uh, uh, there's a few of them. Uh, Where did it start uh, with you? Where did podcast? Like, for me, it was okay. like Adam Carolla and, um, and Mark Marin. It wasn't even video game related. It, mine wasn't either. It was yeah. actually uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Oh, dude, that is awesome. Dude, he's phenomenal. I love his stuff. And, you know, I kind of spread out from there. I was like, oh, what's mm-hmm. this podcast thing? And I was like, I wonder if there are people talking about things I'm, like, super interested in. Mm-hmm. 
So I started looking up like technology, uh, like uh, mobile phone news and stuff like that because oh, I'm really okay. into like the tech side yeah. of the industry. And uh, so I found a bunch of podcasts based on that. Um, obviously, I'm an Android phone user, so I have oh, a couple. No. <laughs> Dude, we could have a whole conversation about this because I just switched back to I've, I've given Android two shots. I'm never, oh, yeah. I can never go back. I can, I, I just can't do it. I'm sorry. I've, I've given Apple like a couple. I, I was, I was using an iPhone up until like the 4S before I stopped using them. Uh-huh. It's, it's hardly that I don't like them. I just prefer uh, the openness, I guess. Like I kind of sure. like, and just having a different phone from everybody else, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but so yeah, I, like, uh, so I have a couple of Android news podcasts on here. What sorts of new what what is happening in the in the phone world that like and I'm always amazed by this I think that it's like great about podcasts and just websites in general where you can have like no matter where it is no matter what it is there is a group of people who are completely nerding out about this like early in my right, career right. I worked on a we I worked for a company who launched like who did the PR side of a new train station like our public transit <laughs> launched a new train station and like there were people there who knew what buses were going to be canceled and how the schedule was going to change. I talked to this guy for a half an hour about all these different things. And that was my lesson in life of like, no matter what it is, how important or not important it seems to you, there's going to be something that this is their entire world. So like what's going on in the Android world that like they can, or even like Dave Moore did a, did a living room clutter. It was a rhythm gaming podcast. So like what Mm, I'm curious what happens on an Android news podcast uh as of right now like we're we're still post e3 of course mm. uh so there's a bunch of that's what the most recent one has been people are talking about e3 a little bit so like games uh, one of, on android uh i don't think they necessarily talk about the games so much i know a couple of the uh sites that run some of the podcasts mm-hmm. they also have other sites that are like uh, uh sister sites i guess you would call them gotcha. that also cover like a bunch of virtual reality stuff so they were there for that and a couple, one of them definitely sense. shouted out the switch, and I was super excited about that. Interesting. Yeah, which is to see that stuff bleed over, mm-hmm. especially this this console specifically seems to blur that line a little bit too. But uh, right now it's just uh, phone news is a little slower. We've had there's been like a couple of new releases, but that's only going to be the stuff for like the real enthusiasts, I think. What are you rocking right now? Which phone are you? Which phone? This you this is like actually this phone is not a very popular one as far as <laughs> the industry is concerned. It's just a, it's an HTC phone, but it's like one of their mid-range lineups. It's really, mm-hmm. really shiny. That is nice. But it's, a, it's a, an HTC One line phone, but it's a, like the naming's convoluted. Like, <laughs> just like so the Xbox now? Yeah, is exactly. Is that what I've heard? Is that that <laughs> they steal the exact same naming convention? Is that Right, right. It's, uh, it's, it's really interesting how that stuff works, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess phones can get away with it. It's hard to see it on consoles. I don't know. Isn't that the truth? Like, you can just have the <laughs> convoluted model names and, like, it doesn't... Well, maybe maybe that's why iPhone is just so popular because they just keep yeah, up in the number because it's so, it's so, so no, simple. Yeah, yeah. You I, know I used to work for. at a Best Buy. Well, it was Future Shop in Canada, and I remember, like, my first couple of weeks of, like, 
determining that I actually needed to know the the convoluted model numbers of all the various TVs and home theater things and stuff. And I'm like, I didn't think that anybody knew that going into it. I'm like, nobody knows that stuff. And of course, <laughs> through conversations with some hardcore consumers, like, of course they knew, like, not only what the difference between like the W on the end or the S or the T or whatever, it had yeah. like major implications of, of the build of the product. <laughs> It was similar to when I was when I was serving, and I'm like, well, nobody could possibly remember all of the different table numbers. Like that's just a thing in the movies, but no, nope, mm-hmm. people people remember that as well. So are you a, are you a guy on the phone side that like I'm always jealous of people who somehow find a way to like always have the latest or like or upgrade whenever there's something new, especially with you staying in touch with all the latest stuff. It's hard to not want to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it's very hard to not want to do that. This is actually. <laughs> I be- this was released in 2015. Mm-hmm. This is actually a pretty old phone, it and I, brand I can't. New. It's I take good care of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even uh, in a case, man. It looks brand. How uh, did you do yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, well, I had a case on it for a long while, and then I just kind of gave up on it. So feels I'll, so I'll, nice. I'll, I like how they look. Yeah. Yeah, man. I like you know they pay they pay design they or they uh you know designers have to spend like hours of their lives making that stuff look pretty and then you're just going to like put a big rubber thing on it I don't know. It makes me sad. I know. And there's that. So my last phone, I had a Google Pixel and I, I had it. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I had a case in my hand. I'm like, I don't think I want to spend 50 bucks on this case. I'm going to go look for something exactly. online. Dude, it fell out. Of, I went to a movie that night. It fell out of my pocket and it like I cracked the back part of the phone. Like oh, that no. day, like day one, you can't even I, I, I don't even know if I could have taken it back, but it, I waited too long. And yeah, that was that was that a thing. Oh, the phones. <laughs> Are you addicted to? I'm finding like it's getting it's getting bad for me. Like I I'm I'm finding that I'm scrolling through Twitter and Facebook and I'm like I don't even know why I'm doing this. Like there's nothing really happening right now. And I'm also even thinking about joining Instagram because just to have another like thing to scroll through. It's so stupid. Like are you being somebody who follows this stuff as closely as you do? Like is this like are you always on your phone or is it just not? Is that not really a problem? Uh, I'm, I'm on it a good bit, I guess, yeah. <laughs> like more than I, more than I should be, I okay. guess there is, uh, uh, I kind of am limited. Uh, we're like, we're on a limited data plan. Mm-hmm. So Who's if I we? go like, too crazy a... with, uh, well, I, I go through, um, I'm still over on my family's, it's a family plan, like okay. between my, my dad and then I kind of um, just chip in the little this, bit that I owe. So. I can never tell how old people are. Like I and I don't want to mean to put you on the spot, but I, I can't tell if you're if you're nineteen or thirty three. And it's the beard, I'm, to be honest with you, that throws me off. <laughs> it really is, yeah. So I'm twenty one. Oh my god. I I can't 21. I can never tell. This is insane, man. See <laughs> and I'm uh, thirty two and this is why I shouldn't work at a restaurant because I can't ID people properly. Like I would just let you have <laughs> like I mean you obviously be illegal to do it, but I, I wouldn't know to ID you to to serve you beer or not. <laughs> yeah, it gets tough when you you throw facial hair in the that's mix right, for sure. That's right. <laughs> so what <laughs> what were the things that like being twenty one? This is I love getting this different perspective because for me, like like I grew up with the NES was one of the first controllers I held in my hand. Like I played Atari at my cousin's place right. out in Kelowna, which is a good thirteen hour drive away. So it was like once a year we got to play a little Pac Man, and that was it. Um, mm-hmm. Where like what was the first controller that you held? Um, so that's, uh, kind so of, sad. <laughs> I don't know why I asked this question, <laughs> but, uh, uh, cause I actually started out primarily on handhelds. 
but the first controller, I guess, would have been uh, a friend of mine had a PlayStation 1. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. <laughs> I don't know why that feels better. I feel like that would have been my threshold. If you said PlayStation 2, I'd have been, I don't know. Although, no, that doesn't not. make any sense if you do the math. So what were you playing? Um, I think when we were on PlayStation 1, we would play, like, he had a copy of Madden, and I would go over there, and we'd play, like, one of the old Madden mm-hmm. games uh, a lot, way too much. Did not just, like, blow your and, mind. I remember my first experience with, with Madden, and it just, like, I couldn't believe that you just, like, it was so simple back then, too. Like, they didn't have, like, the skill stick or anything. You just kind of, like, cut the ball, hike the ball, and then you, like, pick a button, he throws it to that receiver. Like, that system yeah. to me was just so great. Mm-hmm. Did you guys uh, read a little competitive about it? Uh, Probably, but not that I can remember. Yeah. Like, I don't remember getting, like, super angry or anything like that, but we probably were. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we were probably competitive, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just love, like, memories of, like, the endless one more match. You know what I mean? Like, there's just, no matter yeah, what it was. Absolutely. It would, like, we used to do that with, like, NHL. They had three-on-three, three, which is hilarious. And as a Canadian, I feel... <laughs> weird like of course the canadian is bringing up nhl but a lot of my 360 days were actually <laughs> obsessing with with the nhl games man um i wanted to talk to you about a little bit about this this podcast business as well we started talking uh-huh. at the beginning and you mentioned to me a little while ago i'm so glad that you're patient enough to wait until now to finally record this you reached out to me forever ago and when you did yeah, yeah. you had mentioned that that you want you were doing a little bit of youtube stuff maybe or that you wanted to maybe yeah, just start a, a podcast <laughs> a little bit like does it come mm-hmm. from listening to so many and that you know a, a simpleton like me can do it so it's like well well then anybody can do it if sean can do it <laughs> surely i as a technically able and apt 21 year old man bearded man he, i mean <laughs> the beard makes you a better podcaster automatically Right. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was probably, it was definitely interest based off of just listening to so many of them. Mm-hmm. But it was it was more so listening to ones that like weren't like the the new shows are great and I love listening to them. But it was listening to stuff like Hardcore History or mm-hmm. like your show, just stuff that like really stands out from the crowd. Mm-hmm. That's what kind of got me to be like, man, I would love to be like that, where it's like. You know, maybe not necessarily a huge audience, but, you know, something a little bit different that it people feels, want to tune into. It feels good to, like, know that you're doing something that not – not that I'm the only one doing this because that's certainly not the case. Yeah. But to know that, like, that I can listen to a week's worth of podcasts of, like, news podcasts and other different opinions and know that when I record something on the weekend that, like, there's very little chance that I'll be repeating that or, like, that I'll be speaking mm-hmm. even to the same to the same thing. So, like, what did you – what did you – like – do you mind, like, we could workshop this a little bit. I, f- I figured today we could kind of just, like, instead of going okay. through, like, the entire history of, you know, playing PlayStation 1 and, and playing Madden and everything. <laughs> it was I'm actually like, a lot more Game Boy. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, let me get back to that later. I'm going to make a note. We're going to, if we if we got time, we'll, we'll go to the, we'll, we'll pick up on Game Boy afterwards. And, and you should definitely, right. I'm going to start this. And Dave Moore is going to hate me for this too. We're starting a little like indie podcast group over on dayspace.com. It's, it's pretty uh-huh. awesome because like if you, if you actually just search dayspace, 
you can find a whole bunch of the shows that like we're all kind of friends together. So chances are, if you like this show or if we ran Nintendo, you're going to find a whole bunch of shows like it because we're all buddies and we're all creating content all at once. And so to this, I say, if you're, if you're thinking about starting a new show, why not start it over on, on day space, help, help grow the network. There's a, Dave's got all the details. So, yeah, I did. I believe I followed him on Twitter. Once you talked about him a couple of times, so I could there's I could see if he's got any links over there or anything. Yeah, man, he makes my heart smile. Just his laugh. Just makes, <laughs> he just he makes my whole face. And he smile. was on he was on a recent show, huh? Wasn't he? He was. Yeah, he did one of the um, what was it? Nintendo the reactions, and we're gonna have him back on the show. Yeah, again, okay, actually. that's what it was. Yeah, Dave will be I think probably the last returning guest that I have on until we hit that mark in, in Patreon because that's definitely something I want to do. I want to like because I I obviously meet so many people every single week and i'm like dude we barely scratched the surface i gotta have you back on but this like what we're doing today is like i've never met you before like we've just sort of like we're talking <laughs> on twitter and all of a sudden we're gonna like sit down and have a chat and this is this is awesome and i'm so sorry yeah. i'm taking away from from the conversation but like let's like what did you have in mind you, you mentioned that you you did a couple things on on youtube like what were some yeah. of the what were some of the ideas that you had for uh, everybody so to hear now on youtube i was just doing like I, I don't want to like it's just let's play stuff, so yep. nothing crazy huge there. Mm-hmm. I've thought about doing other things, but I haven't really haven't really had the time yet to launch anything crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as a podcast is concerned, I, I actually did take the time to like uh, think about something a little bit different because uh, I don't want I want something that's going to be a little more timeless. Mm-hmm. When I and the the specific person that I'm wanting to do it with is also kind of on a tight time schedule, so I was thinking of going like monthly. Yep, and then like we're both like uh, pretty big nerds, I guess. But about a lot of stuff, like we're really we're kind of the general set of nerds, I guess. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> that we know a good bit about, and uh, we were we've decided that we could do it like on a monthly basis, maybe, and uh, just pick like a couple of things and just a couple of topics, whether it be movies, whether it be like certain video games. Just get specific oh, okay. with it. And then just take like a deep dive, just like talk for it, talk about it, you know, mm-hmm. give details and stuff for like a long time. <laughs> Who's the person you're thinking of? Like how, what is this person in your life? So he is a friend of a friend. Okay. <laughs> one of uh, one of the guys I went to high school with, it's actually his, I guess he's not his friend. He's his older brother, but that, that's how I met him was mm-hmm. through a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, our interests lined up like really, really well. And so how did you discover yeah. that you both had like this, like, cause I, I don't know about you, but like, it was really only from doing this that I found other people who wanted to do a podcast. And, mm-hmm. and there's really only one other person in my, that I know in my like personal circle, um, Gary true, who we did Nerdflix and chill for a little while. He was the <laughs> one who actually introduced me to podcasts. So it was like, there, uh, it was a, it was a no brainer. And he is so funny to me. Like, I just want him, if he wasn't going to do stand up comedy, like, he should be doing a podcast. So, for, for, yeah. in that way, it was like a no brainer to reach out to him and say, like, we should do something together. But other than him, I can't imagine anybody in my life saying, like, we should record something on a week to week or even a month to month basis because right. you would have to first start the conversation of, so this is what a podcast is and this is how it works. Like all right, those things. Yeah, so like yeah. how did you know that this person was going to be – and are we allowed to say names or are we, we can uh, shroud we can, this person in mystery? We can just do his first name. I'm oh. sure he wouldn't mind. It's just – his name is Zach. What's up, Zach? <laughs> Give him a little <laughs> shout out I guess. Uh, but uh, so 
we were friends. We had similar interests. We we just talked about that kind of stuff amongst ourselves for a really, really long time. And then when I finally got interested in podcasts, uh, we were, I was talking about it. And I mentioned it. I was like, hey, have you heard of these podcast things? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because nobody – you have to ask that now, I, I guess. I know, right? <laughs> but uh, so – It's he, a secret underground that. club that we have. Yeah, and he was totally – he was on board. Like he, he knew about them. Mm-hmm. He's, he was a lot more into like sports podcasts, like sports news, stuff like right. that. Mm-hmm. And so he, he had experience with like how they work and what they are. And I was like, hey, we should think about doing one of these. And I, then came yeah. the long process of deciding how we're going to do that. And so where – so basically kind of what you're saying, like looking at it maybe on a, on a month-to-month basis sort of thing. And the other thing too, like you, you kind of mentioned how – like it would be timeless, and I'm, I'm gathering that that means that you're not looking at like what happened yesterday. We're going right, to talk about right. the next day, so it's more just like general, like kind of like this. Like even this episode is actually not going to air for a couple of weeks, so you can right, do. Right. I think the term is evergreen content. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what I what I was thinking. Like covering like uh, movies, for instance, or like one of the first ones we thought about that we would want to talk about, just because uh, it's something that. I guess everybody can kind of relate to, and we enjoy mm-hmm. talking about it. And, you know, even if a movie came out 25 years ago, you can still have discussions about it now, and it's completely valid to do that, you know? Probably even more interesting. Like, arguably, you'd have more interesting conversations about, like, Indiana Jones than you would probably right. Wonder Woman. And it has nothing to do with, like, the movies themselves. It's just, like, the recency. Because, like, I don't know. Is Indiana Jones a deep movie? Like, do we even get into, like, I feel like that's actually <laughs> – so I just came up with those two off the top of my head, but, like – I mean, one was made by Steven Spielberg, probably the greatest movie maker of all time. But, mm-hmm. like, it's just funny how the time that you get to fester on it um, probably makes a huge difference in terms of those conversations. Yeah, Do you guys have, like, crazy movie or games collections? Like, are you – like, this is the generational gap here. But I've got, like, obviously a whole bunch of stuff behind me, just crap, yeah. right? And and the same is reflected in my – three, especially my 360 and PlayStation 3 era. Just tons and tons of games movies as well i used to the um gary true who i did that movie podcast with we used to go to best buy all the time and just like pick up movies just to pick up movies like our our movie collection was ridiculous and we've helped each other move quite often and our video our movie collection would be like moving like our couches like you just have this giant box yeah. probably like a christmas tree box you'd fill it with with dvds so like where like is that something that you guys bonded over um, or is it just watching the movies too I think I think he has a way bigger movie collection than I do. He has to. I have like <laughs> yeah. a total of four DVDs at my house right now. Yeah, are you all digital? Like, do you stream uh, I do. I, I do a lot of stuff through like the uh, Play Store, uh, yeah. but like I just don't own a lot of movies. I guess mm-hmm. uh, I've watched them in the theater, but I don't. I just don't go out and buy unless they're like you know like classics or I really enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, I will just buy them digitally and. But what no, about, no what big... about games? Are you digital on games too? Uh, I'm moving into it now. Like yeah. I haven't always been. I've, I had this weird disconnect when it came to like physical games for a minute. Uh, mm. I think I, I have a PS4, and that I was still buying like a little more physically for that until like Battlefield One came out, and then it just kind of clicked, and I just started buying digitally from then That's on. So pretty much. funny. So are you most heavily on PlayStation now? Like you kind of grew up PlayStation 1 was the first one. Like did that lean or are you are It was you really console. It was, it was I'm I'm I guess I'm multi, I guess. I've never really had an Xbox at all. 
like not not once in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've always been like kind of jealous, low key about people that have Xboxes. You know what Especially it is like with the 360 because it just lived forever, pretty much. Oh no, kidding. But uh, I, I had a place. Honestly, as far as like what I've owned, my family wasn't ever like you know like they didn't have a ton of money. So yeah. like I had uh, I had the PS2 when they released the slim version of that, and then I got. Uh, the PS4. I didn't even get a PS3. My cousins bought one, and that's all I ever played on it. But oh, that was wow. also, I was I went a little bit of a span there where I actually didn't play many video games at all either. Mm-hmm. So there How that come? was also that same time period. Uh, when I think back, I don't really remember why, but I feel like <laughs> it was like I don't know. So like, that would have been like kinda, 2006, 2007 to like yeah. basically until the start of this generation, like 2012 to 2013 kind of thing. Right. Does it and seem I, to me like I don't know about you, but like that span just has disappeared from my memory. Like I don't know what yeah, happened. I, my memory is really bad too. When you mentioned that earlier, I was like, I totally understand. <laughs> I, I like everybody. I remember like being in high school with a bunch of people, and they would all talk about like their first grade teachers and their second grade teachers, and I was like, I don't even remember those people. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't remember who my second grade was. People who like shaped your mind and like yeah, no, I don't, I even, like, don't even know. Nope. You know what? If it makes you feel any, they, I don't know if this does make you feel any better. They probably don't remember you either. I mean, some one or two of them might, I guess. But actually, they I, probably I feel, do. That's the thing about teachers, which yeah, is crazy. it's crazy how much they remember. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I know like, but what's crazy is I like I remember my kindergarten teacher. Like yep. if I saw her to this day, I could point her out and say, hey, that's my kindergarten teacher. That but like after awesome. that, it's just like gone until like fourth grade. <laughs> See, then you get you get to my age, and my kindergarten's teacher, her husband, my my parents just saw him in like this uh, extended care unit where my grandma's staying. It's like, oh, we're getting old. That means that like the people who taught us are getting like even older, and it <laughs> sucks, man. Like it, getting old sucks because like it just you get you get sick from stupid things and and bad things no this is yeah. this is not the dark turn that i wanted to take getting old <laughs> is great because now, now i have a baby so that yes yes huge man like, congratulations is, again that is very awesome thank you i i don't i have to look through like a list of video game characters because i need something else for the next whatever the next kid is going to be because lincoln is like the, we named him lincoln because then you can shorten it to link and everything we got that from mm-hmm. prison break i don't know what to follow i don't know how to follow that up i feel like the second kid is going to have like that compounded second child issue because mm-hmm. all the thought care and attention went into the first one and it's like well whatever call this one the number two like thing two just, just go kratos i think oh that's right that's right <laughs> <laughs> the best thing is he, look at him evolve like he's gonna be like he started out like angry and adolescent and now he's just mm-hmm. gonna be like this caring like lead by example type of dad yeah that is looking really cool yeah are you looking definitely. forward to okay actually, i actually want to dive into this like gap in in gaming here because yeah. like this has happened to me too and it it the reason i'm talking about getting old is because those like 10 years kind of disappeared on me like there was a time when they said NHL, whatever it was, like 94, the 20th anniversary. I'm like, that's not right. Like, that math doesn't add up. But then, of course, it does. But it's because the 2000s sort of, like, disappeared. Were you playing PlayStation 2 games, like, throughout that generation? Like, was it just because that that system just kept pumping out games that it didn't really really matter? Yeah, uh, I I really was still playing PS2 games on and off. It's what I already owned. So I was, like, going back to, like, 
Medal of Honor, Rising Sun, and I nice. always go back to like Need for Speed Underground. Like I, I had a bunch of games that I would stick to on that console, mm-hmm. and uh, and I would just play them on and off. Though, and now that I'm thinking about it, I realize what probably happened was uh, books probably happened. Okay, to my gaming time at that point. Very because that I do have a huge collection. I have a bookshelf like packed. Oh, just oh, like dude, that is awesome. What what do you uh, got? Uh, I have everything. When I was yo- when I was a little bit younger, I was more so into like fantasy stuff like that. So I have like you know Harry Potter, of course. You got mm-hmm. like the like Aragon was a book series I remember pretty fondly from then. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like a ton of fantasy stuff. Lord of the Rings, of course, gotta have it. Um, and then like as I went as I got a little bit older, like sci-fi became one of my favorite things. So I've got a bunch of those and. Uh, actually, a couple of like philosophy books thrown in there, all kinds of crazy stuff. I, I just like love books. that. <laughs> Were you okay? So, like, I talk about this a little bit as well, and I always like to get other people's perspective on it. Like, I I read a couple a couple things. Like, I wasn't really into really the Lord of the Rings. They really scared me off. Like, just like the names. Like, I couldn't even pronounce the names or anything. Yeah. The Hobbit was always my dad's favorite book. Like, he talked about it all the, the time. Yeah, I read it a lot. And this is how little I actually knew about the Lord of the Rings. I can't, I'm sorry if I told this before, but we went to uh, Fellowship of the Ring. I knew nothing about it. <laughs> and, of course, the movie's three, an hour, three hours and a bit or whatever. And right. the movie yeah, ends and, like, Mount Doom's out in the distance and, like, <laughs> we'll get there someday. And then the credits roll and I'm like, what, did they run out of money? Like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize that there were two more movies coming still. Like, I just – that's how – but my dad was That's such a fan. You. That was our tradition. It, his birthday yeah. is like in early January and those movies come out, I believe, in December, right? So like, so I wanted to go back to reading these books. Like, did you have like a group of friends around you that were also into it or was this more of like a – like to me it seems like kind of a solo experience. <laughs> like it, if, it, if you had friends, you were extremely lucky to have a group of people that were into that nerdy stuff as well. Uh, I didn't uh, – I think that was the thing though. It was like I didn't have many friends at the time. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of like, I feel like I almost turned into a bit of of a recluse for a little bit there, just Mm -hmm. like reading books all afternoon and then like doing homework and going to sleep basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like that's most of what it was, was just like, and it was like, especially with like fantasy books, I would just get like sucked into the world Mm -hmm. and like not realize five hours just passed, you know, like, right. That was the biggest thing was like, it was like not, it was like living somebody else's life for a little bit i don't know let's dive into the psychology a little bit here i've never really had this conversation like what is it about us like us being nerdy us like just being a bunch of geeks and then you pick up a book like this and you just can't wait to see what the next page says or like when you when you play a game and like for some reason there's something in us that just like it just clicks, man. Like it just, it, there's nothing else like it. And, and any, like you don't understand being into anything else except for this, this book. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know where that, especially now, like I'm acutely aware of it now, obviously with, with Lincoln growing up and he's going to be just immersed in this. Like there's no way around mm-hmm. it. Like both his parents are just <laughs> huge nerds and we've got like this huge, like I'm not even sure what I'm going to do with the shelf behind me because <laughs> like when he gets to like, crawling around and stuff oh this yeah it's gonna be a huge hazard i might have to mm-hmm. like electrocute the floor just to keep them away just a little <laughs> yeah. electrocution just a little You're like just a, a little shot yeah it's because i've got dogs so i'm thinking like a shot collar kind of yeah thing. yeah so i like i'm, I'm um, acutely aware of like what what does it because it's not something I, that somebody can teach you like this there's something right. in us that i like to think that it's like a we're all a little bit creative maybe not in the way that we're like 
you know, writing entire novels or, you know, drawing these amazing pieces of art. But I feel like we're all just a little bit uh, creative enough to, like, build that world inside our head. I feel like because I feel like that's what I do, at least. Like, I'm just like so really descriptive authors really get me because I like to build that entire world in my head. Like, think like George Orwell is probably like the most descriptive writer I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And he'll like describe a scene like if you walk into a room, he'll just like describe the entire room before anything else happens. Uh, so I feel like that's what it's got to be is just that like we're just creative enough to <laughs> pull off a little bit of world building. Dude, I'm like biting my tongue. Like I'm trying to like I'm, I'm <laughs> it's good that it's audio because I'm just showing that I'm like I'm not jumping in like keep going because that was <laughs> definitely the the best answer I ever could have expected. You're you're absolutely bang on. That's exactly it. We definitely <laughs> and a lot of people that I talk to like we. I even talked to, to Ryan Huell like a number of weeks ago where he actually created like fan fiction for Back to the Future. And it's you that, th oh, that's that that's thing. Too. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's that exact same idea is that like, it's not only that it's like being, which is actually counter to what I think a lot of our parents would have told us, which is like when you play games, like you look like a zombie and you're kind of brain dead. And so it almost makes it look like the the kid or the person engaging with that is like completely shut off. But like what you're saying, and I agree with, is that that's totally the opposite. Is right. that it's firing off all these different synapses in our brain. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Oh man, I love that answer. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I agree. Gaming is just like an extension of that. Mm -hmm. It's uh, just uh, giving you a little bit of visual aid. To go so how, it. how does that manifest now, now that you're, you're, like, it's one thing, like, I think that a lot of people, like, almost actively walk away from the things in their childhood because, like, that's what kids do. But, like, mm -hmm. and, and I disagree with that. I think that there's a lot of, like, the way that we that we play things and that we engage with different media as kids does actually help to develop us in a, in a particular way. So we shouldn't ignore that as like we shouldn't stop learning. We shouldn't stop experiencing new things. Like, yeah. how does that sort of manifest for you now that you are of, of legal drinking age? <laughs> now you may, um, may just do the same thing, just mix booze into the mix, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> no, not uh, not too bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like I, I never really like I'm not, I don't want to say I didn't grow up because I've definitely matured over the years. Like, yeah. I mean. This is all the growing Honestly. I had to do. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> but I still have like the. I feel like I still have the same mindset where like yeah, throw like uh, especially with games like they don't even leave much to the imagination anymore. It's just right. like it's just like these huge. You'll get these huge fantasy worlds, and it's just like I could spend my entire life doing that if I didn't need to pay bills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so I still feel like twelve-year-old me. Mm -hmm. Just like a 12-year-old me that knows a lot more. And can pay for his own things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the best part. It's that classic, <laughs> like, have all the time in the world as a kid but can't afford anything. And then when you're growing up, you can afford whatever, but you, you right. got to work. So you ain't got time yeah, for that kind of stuff. Exactly. I'm curious about this sort of, like, this dichotomy that I'm seeing in you in that, like, being into mad and being into sports, but then also into fantasy. I thought I was kind of, like, the only one who was able to do that, like, mm -hmm. that – not able to, but like that had that, I feel like those are generally like mutually exclusive, like you're like yeah, if you're into yeah. sports even a little bit, like how does, um, like, have you, have you been into sports kind of your, your entire life or did it really only manifest in, in the Madden type of way? Like playing Madden was the only way that sports kind of entered your life. 
Um, well, that's the the first experience I actually probably had with any sort of sport like myself. That's awesome. But I did I did like a couple of years later. I like got into baseball. I played a little bit, like four years, not very much. I was really bad at it. <laughs> Why did you get into it? So like even just uh, late. I just loved baseball. Like yeah. just in and of itself. Like I love the sport. I love watching it. Uh, I got into it super late. That's true. Maybe I would have been better if I would have started like when I was six or something. But nah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, I did. I did get into it eventually, just because it, it seemed like such a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. Turned that turns out, I, I found that that's like one of the most competitive sports ever. Like people get crazy over their baseball. Talk to me about that, because as a Canadian, I don't get that. Uh, so <laughs> I was, and I am just like way far away from you too. Mm-hmm. Uh, being being from the southern half of the United States. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. I'm just kidding. Of course you are. <laughs> but uh yeah you couldn't tell yeah yeah <laughs> but, but no it's uh it, baseball's a pretty huge deal here yeah. i guess uh in america in general but uh i feel like it's once i started playing it i kind of saw the i guess the vibe that was around it like mm. you had all these kids that were like 11 and 12 like all just like playing baseball mostly because their parents wanted them to mm-hmm. and then like I've never seen more kids get yelled at in my entire life. <laughs> it's just like the expectations like way high. And oh, yeah, it's just man. like, it seems like they forget that they're just like 12 year olds. Like, like, can we just calm down a little bit? And they kind of turned me off from it a lot. Big time. Like playing at least. Um, but it was mostly like my dad was into it. I was into it. We like watching it. Yeah. So he was like, Hey, there's a little league. You can sign up for it if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I did. Before that, I played a little bit of basketball, but it was like church league level. Like I never did anything. Church league? Uh, yeah, there's a. It's not. I wouldn't call it a church league. That would be. It's not quite that. But it's a. Uh, I think it's like funded by uh, an area, like not an area church, but a big like. I don't know. It's it's a weird situation. There's some sort of funding sponsorship going on there, but it's like a it's like a full named league that they have, and uh, I played that for a couple of years, I think. That's awesome, man. Uh, I was much younger then. I did like basketball too, but I never really got into like basketball video games though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it carried over in like the uh, a lot of people talk about how they have like the simulation aspect to them now, mm-hmm. and it's something I've grown away from recently. But like, I remember in 2014, uh, still play or uh, probably 2012, I was still playing like MLB on my PS2. Yeah, man. Like I, I just having that is and they weren't necessarily hard games like you just press the button to throw it to a base like it's not (laughs) but it's the the aspect of like seeing all of these players that you like grew up knowing and you're like man i just played as that team from that year you know Mm -hmm. Uh, that i I really like that part of it what modes do you play in that like because i i bounce around from year to year depending on like because i I, i've got ea access on xbox i'm a big fan of that big proponent of it because i don't need the the sports game on the day of so like yeah. i don't mind that like nhl becomes or fifa becomes uh free like six months later doesn't matter to yeah. me um but my question is like kind of like what modes do you play like are you building teams are you in like a gm kind of like into the nitty-gritty or are you just kind of like season uh, I mode say, and... yeah just like a see i build a season and mm-hmm. you just play with like i don't do i'm not too too i'm not into the nitty-gritty i guess uh yeah yeah but i i just enjoy the uh just like building building your own roster is fun like picking those players that you specifically like 
enjoy to watch play, I guess. Yep. But uh, get like a fantasy team never, kind of thing. Yeah, kinda. Even though I've never really been into that either. <laughs> but just like I'm a little Sometimes more. Sometimes gameplay's enough, man. That's the thing yeah, that we always forget. It's 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 almost just like you're watching another game, but it's just mm-hmm. interactive. And I like watching baseball, so I guess that's where it carries over. Nice, man. What else are you playing on the on the on the PlayStation these days? So, uh, and you mentioned before that you sort of like your multi console, like so. And you, but it's not Xbox. Is that PlayStation not and Switch? Xbox. Then it's right now. It's PlayStation and Switch. Those are the two consoles I have. Nice. Uh, I also have like a 3DS on the side, but you know. <laughs> where does Nintendo play into all of this stuff? Because I, so, that was a bit of a surprise to me just to hear that. That's now. where that's where it starts out, actually. But I was like, I never had the NES. I didn't have the SNES. I didn't have the N64. But I had every single Game Boy, basically, from the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was like, I guess, uh, what is it? The Game Boy Color came out in, like, 98, I think. Uh, and then I was obviously not born too shortly before that. Uh, it was 96. And then a couple of years later, my family got me the Game Boy Color. That was my first console. They bought it, like, after it was released, just because I'm sure it was cheaper at the time. Yeah. Uh, and I played it like crazy. Oh, that's awesome, just, dude. Like, what were you playing on it? Because I uh, have that console so good. It's I, I can barely remember what all I played on it. Like, I remember yeah. playing, because uh, I was still pre- pretty darn young at the time. Mm-hmm. But on Color, I was playing, like, I remember I had, like, a... I can't remember if it was more of like a beat 'em up game or if it was just like a, a more traditional side scroller, but it was it was definitely a Power Rangers game. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely. I wasn't sure where you're gonna go with that. That's awesome, Power <laughs> it was Rangers. Like a, it was like a beat 'em up Power Rangers game. It I was like love it. Fun. I don't remember which one it was, but oh, man. Uh, and obviously Pokemon. Yeah, that's like yeah. you have to have it. Uh, I don't. I think I played Blue. That was the first one. I love it. Bobby, but, uh, I was just talking to Bobby about this on If We Ran Nintendo just this morning, and it will be a couple weeks ago by the time this airs. And he's like, you know what, man? Like, when Pokemon comes to Switch, just forget about it. And he made mention, he's like, he's like, I listen to We The Gamer Cast, and I listen to everybody who comes on, that, like, and they're all hardcore PlayStation fans, but everybody brings up Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, what are you looking forward to for Pokemon on Switch? Like, did this, did the Pokemon carry on for you actually before I even go there? Like, did was that something that... <laughs> It we were raised it, on the Pokemon, kind of up until uh, all the way through Game Boy Advance. Like I had all That's of them. That's a while, so, man. It, it was Generation Three when I stopped. So I had mm-hmm. Red, Blue. I had Silver, Gold. I had, and then of course it went to Ruby and Sapphire. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's that's pretty much where my handheld gaming life cycle ended. Like I got all the way to the SP, and my family never made the jump for the. Uh, DS, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I ended on Generation Three, and actually, where would you have been in like what, like how old were you when the DS came out? Because I was of the age that like I definitely looked at that as a as a bit of a kid's toy. Whether or not that's right or wrong, but I was of that yeah. age where you kind of look at it and go like, mm, I think. And now, of course, like I've got a, a number of 3DSs in the house. Like that, that no yeah. longer that thought process doesn't even like compute for me anymore. But, like, where were you when the DS was coming out? I I don't remember. Uh, I I do remember. I was playing. That's a roundabout. I don't I don't remember exactly what I had. Going I'm sorry on. to put you on the spot. No, no. I'm just trying to trying to remember things. But uh, my I remember my cousin got one. I had mm-hmm. a I have a younger cousin. Uh, and she got the original DS, and I was like, 
trying to pretend like I wasn't jealous about it. Oh, okay. So you wanted right one. That's really what I wanted yeah, to know. Was like, yeah, I definitely, I definitely wanted one, but I didn't like go out of my way to say that's something I wanted. Like, I feel like I was almost <laughs> at that age where I was like, oh, I'm, I'm too old for that stuff. Yes, yes. But, uh, but I did definitely want one. I remember that. Uh-huh. Even, even up, like, she got the DS Lite uh, shortly thereafter that came out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, you can still play Game Boy Advance games on these and all these other cool games. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remember definitely wanting one. Oh, man. But okay, so what, what do you think, and this is, again, going to put you on the spot a little bit, but, like, uh-huh. what do you think the Switch can unlock for Pokemon? Like, to, to, it's always been on, like... It's a bit of a hamstrung type of system mm-hmm. being on a being on a on a portable. We always saw and I'll ramble a bit to give you a chance to, to think about this. Like it uh-huh. I grew up with a Game Boy as well and I always had this like you would see the game on the on the NES or on the SNES and then you have like the bastardized version that was on Game Boy Absolutely. and like you were just happy to play something on the go so it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but that was like the only place that Pokemon lived. Like it made the most of that situation where you didn't yeah. really have like a, a glorified or a, a better version on a console, but now it's both. And I was, I, I would argue that like, this is the time. Like if, I mean, Pokemon go gave definitely a resurgence to Pokemon, but like, I somehow feel like this could e- either rival or even take over. Like we could have something just massive because the power of the switch can unlock something. Maybe we haven't seen before. Where do yeah. we go? Where does Pokemon go on the Switch? So I feel like it could go one of two ways, I think. It's either going to like follow the road that we've been going on with Sun and Moon, where Sun and Moon were kind of like a almost a, almost a reboot. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't say it really was, but it almost was. It was more uh, accessible for new players, stuff like that. But I feel like it's either going to continue down that road and just be more graf- graphically impressive be able to render more things at once uh or Mm. we could potentially depending on how the pokemon company wants to handle it we could potentially see which i would be more interested in uh like just a full-on reboot like just call it pokemon and like it doesn't necessarily have to be a copy paste of red and blue but i heard somebody make the comment that you could just start over with like the og 150 and then just make it a bigger game. Just like take the original idea that it was, much like they did with Zelda, and then mm. turn that into something new. Like, oh, that's I really think that that could be. I don't know how you would do that, and I don't know what it would be like. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a cool way to take it. I just oh, don't know if that's going to happen that is, for sure. As soon as you said Zelda, that does. I mean, obviously, just thinking of Zelda opens things up to totally new possibilities. But just this giant world. And that, like, you actually yeah. want to, like, there's always something just off in the distance, but you can see, and you're like, oh, what's that? And you mm-hmm. go check it out, and you, you find a Pokemon along the way. Like, yeah. That, that's the thing. That's why Zelda is so important this year. And, you mm-hmm. know, we're, we're more than halfway through the year. And to me, it's a lock. Like, there's, there's nothing better. This game is so important. And I, that the fact that it can it's influence huge. realistically, like, what you just described, I can totally picture, it could influence Pokemon. Like, mm-hmm. This game, this game is massive. I, I, what a, what a great answer. You got two, two <laughs> real, real thinkers answers there, Dave. That's awesome. I think, I think like, um, the Legend of Zelda created this, like, uh, basically a bullet point list for anybody that makes an RPG yep. from now on. Like, I feel like it's, it almost has to be the new standard just on like how polished it is, how much there is to do, mm-hmm. and how open it feels. You know, it's just like, 
you you got that first pan at the very beginning of the game when you walked out walked out of the shrine of resurrection and it was just like you you almost wanted to think there's no way I can go over there just from like right here but you definitely could it was mm-hmm. it was completely and reasonable. most importantly that you actually want to because like yeah, you hear this all the time with open world games that there's a trillion things to do and there's like 200 hours worth of gameplay but if you don't want to do any of that stuff like if you're not compelled to go to go to that mountain off in the distance then right. like what does it what does it matter but it's that that sense of like what the hell is that thing flying in the air? And like, can I kill it? And all yeah. and and you can. Or like, what's this electricity? Can I put my like my sword next to it? Or right. why yeah. is the lightning zapping? All this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even like. I already don't know how how games are made. But like something on that level, I have no. It's just like a different way of think. It's like, did you ever see Arrival? That alien movie with uh, Amy Adams. Uh, yeah, I actually really love that movie. It's like reworking your entire syntax, right? Like it's, it's like it's a very good movie. <laughs> that's how yeah. I think. That's how I think the Japanese are making Legend of Zelda and those types of games it's because yeah. they, they speak differently. It warps how they actually. It, was yeah. how, it warps how they actually think. Um, I don't want to ramble on too much about that. I want to know, David. I ask everybody this question: What are you looking forward to to for the rest of 2017, man? Like, what do you what do you got pre ordered? What are you setting money aside for that? Um, got right now. I'm setting money aside for. Actually, I still haven't gotten arms. I want to though. I was interested. You will by the time this airs, I think you will. Yeah, I'll probably have that. <laughs> um, and then Splatoon is actually a pretty huge one for me I because I I never had a Wii U, mm-hmm. so I haven't experienced the game at all. But from what I've seen and heard, it looks like the shooter I want in my life. Yes. Just uh, it's. I've had a similar feeling from uh, things like Overwatch, mm-hmm. and uh, but I just never like made the jump to play it, you know. Yep, uh, the exact same. Yeah, and but I, I I definitely want to get into that game. It looks huge, and like Mario Odyssey, it speaks for itself. <sighs> there's there's just no like after seeing all the stuff at E3, there's no there's no question about it. Like there are a lot of Nintendo fans who are so happy right now with you because like we started out <laughs> talking a whole bunch of PlayStation and everything is everything turns up Nintendo. That is, I'm so pumped and you have to let me know when or if you get arms and definitely with, with Splatoon because I am so looking forward to just jumping on some sort of non Nintendo enabled voice chat and partying mm-hmm. up with yeah. friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You know it's funny because like I've been I've been doing some Skype calls while playing games. Like I've got yeah. I've got a little kickstand on my phone, and so I can do a little Skype or I set up my laptop and whatever. And so, like I've said this before, but I do wish that that or I hope that Nintendo has they, they enable some of the additional abilities that your phone gives you that hopefully the phone isn't just a headphone jack because yeah. iPhone 7s don't have that also <laughs> like they can do so much more so I'm just hoping that that they leverage some of that that capability a little bit but definitely let me know when you get Splatoon because yeah, we've got to jump on yeah and uh yeah man this was great did you have any questions for me before we before we close things out do you have any anything uh, I don't know about questions but I think I would. Do you mind if we did talk about like I, I I wanted to talk about the Switch as a concept, kind of how I got to it. Is that okay? Yes, yes. Let's because do it. Like, I feel like I have a little bit of a different take. Um, you know, we we got the leaks that the NX was coming, and everybody was like super hyped. And you saw all those crazy weird concepts. But looking back at them, you're like, man, that would have been really ugly if that's how it would have turned out. Right. But uh, once it got announced, and being the the mobile technology nerd that I am, 
like immediately once I heard that they were partnered with like Nvidia for the chip inside of it. Mm-hmm. And you know that 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 was like a huge deal for me. Like that's when it became legitimate because I was I was familiar was when with Nvidia that. Nvidia stepped up. Yeah, it it was partially that and partially because I knew the chip they were using had been like it's it's not I wouldn't say it's I would say it's tried and true I guess like it's been in devices that were like crazy good right. tablets You're you know like territory with it yeah definitely I heard that and I was like okay this is kind of like home I'm comfortable with what they're doing okay and uh it like it, that's when it started like fueling the excitement. And I knew that it was going to have potential as a gaming platform mm-hmm. rather than if they would have said, oh, some undisclosed, undisclosed ARM processor, I would have been a little less ecstatic. Totally, uh, totally. But I, I always, uh, it was really interesting that what got me into the Switch wasn't actually like being a Nintendo fan necessarily. Mm-hmm. It was more so like, I like phones and this is something that I know. I'm familiar with this too. Dude, that's so interesting because I remember back in the day, this is definitely before you were actually born. Well, definitely. (laughs) Somebody will correct me on this, but like we all know of Intel now, like as the processor Uh, chip, right? Like we know that now. And you mentioned like NVIDIA and getting excited that that's going to be what's inside and powering the chip. There's a great kind of case study and documentary about Intel and how they like had to convince like their entire company to market the fact that they were a special chip because before they actually started talking, about intel inside and they have got like the the charm that 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 um the little music the dun, 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 oh like yeah, that yeah. everybody yeah. recognizes now yeah. like that that they had to go really out of their way and and decide that it was important enough to and, and distinctive enough to to educate consumers that their chip was better than the next guys and not only that you also had to educate them on like what the hell is a processor? Like what is this thing? And what? <laughs> yeah, like, there, it was Especially a huge the undertaking. Person, yeah, totally. And now I you definitely just, encourage like... people to look into that story because it was so interesting. And, and I only bring it up because, like, obviously that that turned the entire industry, just the tech industry. That is not just processors; it's all the different components, like the the mm-hmm. GPU of what powers this thing is is just as important on in terms of the the performance and what the benefit for the consumer is going to be man yeah, that brings definitely. it back <laughs> so uh i guess questions for you would be like as far as not nintendo switch like if we were to say playstation what are you looking forward to there like uh from oh. e3 i guess or just in general like they they had some pretty big stuff you know what man like i I, I obviously lean a little bit more towards Nintendo and Xbox. Yeah. So, like, I actually don't really, like, I don't really know. Like, the Lost Legacy for sure. Like, and I just don't know when any of this stuff is coming out. So, I've never played an Uncharted game. That's okay. I won't, I won't beat you up for it. But you should play. <laughs> you should play. Uh, that's really what it, it's like. Everybody talks about it so much. And I'm like, man, they're on, like, the fourth and, te- I guess, technically fifth game. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I haven't played any of them at all. Again, played, like, they're, like, super influential, right? Where, like, all yeah, the other games kind of, like, copy from them. Even as I play Horizon right now, I'm like, you know, you didn't need to take that much from. Like, the climbing aspect, I think, is actually too similar to Uncharted. Like, especially after playing Zelda, where I can climb anything. Like, I uh, don't really want to play a game uh, open where, like, you can only jump on things that are yeah, yellow. And that's definitely out. one of the key bullet points. <laughs> yes, for what, to, free, for what to copy. Free climbing, for sure. Um, I don't know, man. I'm trying to like Detroit has me like kind of interested for sure, really but cool. I don't know when that's coming out. I'm a Spider-Man, but whenever the hell that's coming out. Yeah, that's been like the the biggest thing, huh? Is that like 
here's the title and no date. <laughs> yep. Like, I'm really looking forward to I feel like I'm the only one on the planet. I'm really looking forward to Forza 7. Like, I really think that... Oh, yeah. Uh, I've actually had my fair share of time with racing games, too. Mm-hmm. Like, all different kinds. I mentioned Need for Speed Underground, but I, like, played NASCAR games. Yeah, man. Oh, really? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I feel uh, like they give those, like, when you walk out of the hospital with your newborn. You're just like, here's a new NASCAR game back in, in the <laughs> South. Oh, <laughs> uh, pretty much. Uh, my dad's... Uh, that's another thing he's really into. And he would, like, he kind of brought me into the PlayStation era mm. <laughs> just because Sony, he was familiar with the name. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah it's a Sony. And, and he he was into NASCAR, so he was like, hey, here's these games. And I played like from o, like probably like 05 all the way to like 2010, just like NASCAR games. Oh, I love it. Well, I this is the thing. We're going to have to get up to that set or, or that, that mark. We need to have you back on. I need to, we barely scratched the surface today, man. And we're yeah. getting to about that time, but uh, yeah, okay. why don't you go ahead and let everybody know where they can find you on the internet. This has been such a pleasure, man. This is just such yeah, a, a I've, lovely, I've, lovely little chat with you. Man. I've been this looking forward awesome. to this like crazy. Like, oh, this is awesome. Ton. Awesome, man. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Tell everybody yeah. where they can find you um, because you need to get on everybody's shows. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, easiest place is going to be on Twitter. Uh, that's going to be at Sumner David, spelled as it is, you know. Yeah, that was um, good for you. <laughs> I found a decent handle. Yeah, that was it crazy. It is awesome. Um, but uh, that's going to be the quickest place to find me. Uh, I do have uh, a gaming channel on YouTube, but I can just, like, link that in my Twitter bio for people that are interested. I don't want to, like, I no need let to really. Me know, let me know, and then I'll throw it in the show notes. And yeah, it's, I just don't have much going on over there right now, so I don't want to like <laughs> pimp it out if there's really nothing there at the moment. So that's all right. We all pimp. But yeah, I'll, uh, I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you a DM with all Same that other man. stuff. Uh, but that's going to be Twitter. Yeah, you can message me for anybody that's interested. I guess <laughs> I love it. Well, I got some mind-bending answers from you today, man. I had such a good time. Thank you so much for yeah, taking I a little appreciate... time out of your day for this. Oh yeah. We made it. We're at the end. This is the end of the show. Thank you so much to David. He's at some nerd David. And um, I don't think that Ray is his real name, but that's okay. We'll go with a stage name for this show. That's kind of, that's kind of, maybe more of us should have a stage name as we're on the internet saying all of these different things. So thank you so much to David. Thank you guys for listening. That music, by the way, I hope it wasn't too offensive for some of you. Uh, if you recognize it, it was Sonic CD. It was called uh, Sonic CD The Madness over on ocremix.org. So thank you all for being here with me. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't already, rate us on iTunes. Us being me, rate this show on iTunes. The next time you poop, it's okay. Everybody has their phone with them in the in the bathroom. It's normal now. It's it's not like you can flag your phone like you did a book with the library. Did anybody take books into the... Can you imagine? I don't know why that seems nastier. Maybe there's just already germs going on at the library. Anyway, thank you guys. Follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean Lake Connery Capri. Like, the pants. Did I say that right? That didn't say... Anyway, you guys know the deal. Um, the show is We The Gamer Cast, all one word. Uh, what else? You, you can support on Patreon. You can get the show on video. We're 10 bucks away from this show being on YouTube, by the way, which sort of scares me, sort of terrifies me. I've enjoyed the focus on podcasts, but that literally is the notion of patreon.com slash make us better is to improve, to make better. And if that's what you want, go ahead. If not, 
That's cool too. So thanks again to our executive producers, Nick Militia and Joel Brooks and James Johnson. And a special shout out to Gary Gray just coming on board with us this week. So thank you guys. You are, you're real special to me. You really are. Remember, we the nerdy.com host this podcast and there's a bunch of stuff. You know what? I'm going to clickety clack over to, and I won't come back, uh, to we the nerdy just for a second here. I feel like there's, there's some stuff, of course. Garrett Bland still doing the daily news. One of the best ways to just try to keep up with all the craziness that's happening in here. My boy Chris Berto's got a review. Danganronpa, another episode. Ultra Despair, it's a PS4 review. Please, guys, check that out. That I think that might be his first review. So go support Chris. He's an awesome guy. Definitely deserves all your love. Um, that's all I kind of want to talk about. There's, oh, My Little Pony. How could I forget? We reviewed My Little Pony uh, comics over there. So that's... That's fun. Thank you to Gary Gray again for the for the cover art. Goodness gracious, you do a ton for everybody. Join us uh, this week, Splatoon 2. I will see you guys there. Um, I will be celebrating my birthday, actually, with my family. It isn't until next week. Um, my my The year isn't real on my Twitter profile, but the day is, so that's my way of keeping identity theft from being a thing. And uh, what else? Oh, for my birthday, I'm so excited. I'll talk about this next week, but we're doing list night, so we're, we're doing, like, top 10 lists of you know, the best, uh, ranking the Star Wars movies or the best Quentin Tarantino movies or the best, uh, Pixar movies, best types of pie. This is what we're doing for my birthday. We're basically making it a podcast that, with my family. So I can't wait. I'm not recording it, but I'm treating it like it's a show. I, I want to be entertained and, and entertaining all at the same time. So guys, thank you for being here. Next week is amazing too. I had a chance just yesterday to talk to somebody I could only ever dream of having on the show, Marissa Roberto from Reviews on the Run, EP Daily. She's now with Xbox Canada. Ah, this is this is a moment where I could just like shut the whole show down because I got it. I did it. That was a bucket list moment, that's for sure. So stay tuned for next week. Marissa Roberto is here. Otherwise, this is episode 95 of We the Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. Thank you again for listening. I'll be back next week, and I hope you're there too. Now it's time for Jason. It's Jason, 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 and Sean. Jason! 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 Sean! Sean! Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!